0: Zach, Matt,
1: Todd, I need you guys to know that I love you so much, and I know you haven't heard this enough, but you are so beautiful, and I just cherish you so much. All right,
0: how much money do you need?
1: Well, I know life is hard, but I'm here for you.
0: Yes. Who do I need to kill?
1: Actually, all I'm going to ask for in return is for you to pledge your undying devotion Is that all we need to do? Well, and I need your bodies because we're broke. So when I say you'll need to, you may have to go fuck some nasty, disease-infested women. P.S. You can't use condoms because they aren't natural. And if you could also recruit them, that would be amazing. Oh, also, I'm really sorry I smacked you around last night. I just really needed your attention, and you weren't giving it mm-hmm. to me. Love you.
2: You're screwed because ain't nobody sleeping with me. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's evil. Don't touch it.
3: It's alive. I was you. They're
0: coming to get you. Out oh, of oh, Christ
4: this
2: is yeah. hello mr fancy
3: pants what's up everybody hey, how's it going <laughs> welcome back to another episode of this shit that we do and uh, lindy's picked a big one to go right after ex super big one that he just did and they kind of go hand in hand here for a little bit don't they yeah, I'm uh, not
1: sure why I decided briefly. to do this. It was pretty stupid. That's what I thought.
4: <laughs> not not you. No, no. I, I, that's what I thought about myself for like the last fucking month and a half. I thought, God damn, this sounded a lot better
2: in theory. Yeah. That's not that's that's not the dumbest thing that's happened here. The dumbest thing is is that Lindy thinks I'm going to make money screwing people. Yeah. I, I can't, I can't get, I can't get laid I paid. You think someone's gonna pay to have sex with me? Jesus, there's someone for everyone Wow. <laughs> you know. Hey,
4: man, somebody wants to squeeze your dumpkin. I mean,
1: I love the already, yeah, there's, even there's though things. I hate
3: it. It's like those mail order brides oh, and stuff, yeah. You, there you go again money <laughs>
0: uh.
1: so um in the intro i told you guys basically all you needed to know mm-hmm. was start a cult is that uh, it you really just need
0: Get to, people that are um, stupid that'll follow it it's the thing
1: uh no, no 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 it's not necessarily stupidity it is self-loathing, okay. so you really just need to. Um... See, so uh, I'm uh, I, I hate myself more
3: it's, than most people. I think I not follow that ignorant shit.
1: Well, it's it's not you that that you. That it's it's me. It's the your followers need to hate <laughs> oh, themselves so you can give I them see. words
0: oh, words okay. of affirmation.
1: Okay. I, was say, I
2: thought you had to be like. I thought you had to be like charismatic yeah. and shit. Yeah. And all I'm hearing is, is I gave up on my dream of convincing mm. a stripper to date me.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you could. It's
3: not
2: too it's late. Not Todd. too
1: late. <laughs> not too late. You could still make that shit happen.
3: I've heard from a friend that <laughs> it's bad news to date a stripper anyway, so. <laughs> not a want to
0: start no, a cult.
3: I mean, there might, be, there might be somebody popping up from the topless witches uh, review. No, they're, they're 100%. Let's <laughs> leave no, Rosario Dawson
0: out of okay? It's <laughs> not what I'm Jesus. talking about. Jesus. Oh, Are we please, ready? Let's, let's, oh. let's, it's all the screws, man. It's the fucking screws. Well, I don't write any more. <clears throat>
2: ladies and gentlemen my brother has a new toy where he gets to hit a button all I do is press the button and he has sound effects the,
3: the, some songs too at,
2: at some point I'm sure you're gonna hear right after I say some really dumb shit my voice coming back at you saying G-porn. what mm-hmm. does that have to do with gay porn
4: you know I didn't get that loaded in in time but I'll, I'll edit <laughs> it,
3: it. Thing. you are now a button <laughs>
2: <laughs> and nobody will still push it <laughs> Dude, You push it.
1: okay so obviously we can't go into talking about um mr charles mills manson without oh shit that's who we're talking about yeah oh <laughs> yeah
4: who do you think we were fucking talking about?
2: The Kool Aid Man? I thought we were. I thought we were talking about my life with the
3: Don't oh, yeah. Kill Cult.
1: I mean, well, listen, me I will throw this damn thing away, and we can talk about that all you want the to.
3: The crew <laughs> I
2: did
1: So we're gonna have to go yeah. back a little bit, and
2: it's getting goth in here. So put on your black clothes. I am and so cop. I'm gonna watch the (laughs) (laughs) not not, not bad it was very good that
1: that was very good (laughs) and cut (laughs) I I
2: get one every once in a while (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah, push the button mark that one to cut that out (laughs) all right i'm done we'll we'll let we'll, we'll let her at least get started on what she wants to talk about
1: i, I don't want to talk about it i want no. to
2: throw this shit away who has the middle name of mills who has the middle name of mills
1: um
4: no name maddox yeah. is that right is
2: that right, I think all right.
0: So,
1: yeah okay okay so um we're gonna start by talking well, not exactly briefly. We're going to go into a little bit of detail on Charlie's oh, mom. A, a, she's, a, she's
3: an award winner.
4: She was a saint.
3: Don't you fucking say a bad
4: word about her. Or I'm going to no. f- kick no. you in the f- f- fucking nuts.
1: Oh, oh, we're not getting no, we're very not. hard today.
3: <laughs> that, beat, that sensor button worked about as well as jackass when they put the blur up and they jump around it on purpose.
1: Yeah. So Kathleen Maddox was just fifteen when she crossed the Ohio River to go dancing in Ironton, away from the watchful eye of her God-bearing mother. She met a man named <laughs> Colonel Scott, who was twenty-three. He was married, and he was a con man.
4: Okay, when you say <laughs> Colonel Scott,
1: his was he a military? No, man? his real name was oh, Colonel. Boy.
3: That's weird. That's fucking...
1: What's
0: it classic. K-
2: K-E-R-N-E-L?
1: Nope, nope, it's C-O-L-O-N-E-L, yes. yeah. Okay,
2: I just... I, I, I'm sorry. <laughs> we, we just started, and we've mm-hmm. already hit all the markers. <laughs> mom issues, promiscuous mom, religion...
3: Do you Where just you strap going? on, motherfucker. We should get ready.
1: <laughs> Where... Next we're going to the bar because Colonel and Kathleen met at Ritzy's. She was how
0: old? Mm, Fifteen.
1: Gross. Yeah. So Colonel bought oh, Kathleen a drink. And gentleman. they got <laughs> Right? Okay. Yeah. And then Kathleen yeah, yeah. decided that she was gonna start crossing the bridge frequently to meet with the with Colonel. Um, then in
2: this, is that a metaphor- mm. Is that a metaphor?
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> for what? Oing, 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 oing.
2: <laughs> oh my god, that is a- dude! You have to put that on up? the button. That gets you- a button. That <laughs> gets a button. I'm done. Are you- are you about I'm, gonna, I'm gonna mute my mic for five Boom. minutes and let her get started. <laughs> Sexual relations? Yes,
1: yes sexual relations. Okay. So, in the spring of 1934, Kathleen figured out that she was pregnant. Guess what else happened? But you can't guess. Colonel oh. disappeared. Boy, 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 boy.
3: <laughs> <laughs> that gentleman just up and ditched who was cheating on his wife with a child?
1: Yeah.
3: Wow, I wouldn't, I wouldn't yeah, have guessed
1: yeah. It. Right? Oh. Not shocking at all. So, Kathleen decided that she was not going to hide her pregnancy from her mother. Uh Nancy, which is Kathleen's mom, allowed Kathleen to stay under her roof as long as Mama dope.
0: No.
4: <laughs> That's exactly what I was thinking, but I was kind of be good.
1: So, <laughs> I
3: I thought it too, but I can't sing. <laughs>
4: I can't either. Just go for
0: it. So,
1: <laughs> so Kathleen was able to stay with Nancy, but she had to agree to give up her sinful life and live according to biblical strictures.
0: Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. she followed that to a T.
1: Mm-hmm. Right. Well, um, Kathleen decided that that really wasn't the life for her. and She needed to find a man and get married. A man who could take care of her.
3: No, mom, no, mom, I get what you're saying, but I'm going to need me some dick. (laughs)
1: Uh (laughs) Yeah, exactly.
4: Because once you go, you can't come back.
1: So, uh, we're going to have needs. So
3: so gross.
1: Yeah.
0: (laughs) I figured by this time she was probably 16.
1: Now we're going to interview William Manson. Yeah.
0: Oh, we're going to insert William
1: Manson,
4: (laughs) and where we're going to insert him?
1: Right into Kathleen's life. But nobody really has any idea how William Manson and Kathleen met. Um, Basically, the first thing that's known about them is that they were married on August twenty first, nineteen thirty four. November twelfth, nineteen thirty four. Charles.
4: So this. This is a real stand-up guy. Then he's like, "Hey, you're 15. You're kind of hot. I mean, your mm-hmm. boobs are really big right now because yeah. you're pregnant. I guess yeah, we can do yeah. this. Yeah. <clears throat> so, so I'll marry the the, the underage
1: girl. We get a girl. lot I'll of that on, on this talk. Talk. Uh-huh.
3: these episodes, don't we? There's a lot of it, really. I mean, looking back, it's like yeah, people suck. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Yes, very much so. So, November 12th, 1934, Charles Mills Manson was born. And Kathleen loved her son, but she was just sixteen and she was determined. So it was really
2: Colonel Mustard in the Ritzy Ray's bar. You've
3: been waiting for that. Ever I know since you. Colonel came up, he was like, uh-huh. yeah, yeah, just give me a minute. Just give me a minute. With the cock.
2: But, but he's really not he's really not Manson's kid. He's the Colonel's kid. Uh-huh. It's the yeah. perfect episode of Clue. <laughs> no way. What it was, was the, the first cock. Clue? It was the <laughs> sausage. He
1: yeah. had a huge <laughs> bang. He <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> huge, huge
2: bang. All right. All right. I'm muting again. Sorry. All
1: right. All right. We're going to try that one again. So Ka- Kathleen left her son, but she was just 16, and she was still determined to have a good time as well as trying to be a good mother and wife.
3: Yeah, those go hand in hand.
1: Yeah, so her plan fell short, and she left baby Charlie with her mother or sister frequently for days on end. William decided, "I can't, I can't. I'm not gonna fucking do this." He was no. like, "Not gonna yeah, uh-huh. yeah, I'm done uh-huh. with this. And uh, he was granted a divorce on April 30th of 1937.
4: And that's kind of weird. <laughs> I mean, that time is. The thirties. Yeah. Divorce yeah. is kind of unheard of. Yeah, very. So she must have been a real fucking psycho bitch, that's it. all I'm saying. Yeah. God bless, she, God
2: rest the, her soul. She was almost was like Casey Anthony, in. just not well, enough for well, to
3: benefit the rest of the world.
2: I, I just want to point out in this sense of humor <laughs> yeah. that yet again, I am sitting here going, I got one check. I've got two checks. I've got three checks. Oh, I've made four on the list of five so far of how do I <laughs> become a cult leader and a psychopath?
1: Oh, you're, You you mm. actually, you'll check yeah. the fifth box in a minute. Yeah,
2: thanks <laughs> for that <laughs> one, one
3: Lenny. <laughs> Here
2: we are publicly saying why I'm not <laughs> getting legs. Really are they green flags? <laughs> I
4: can't tell <laughs> the <laughs> difference. <laughs>
2: Yeah, there we go all right I that's why he's my
1: brother <laughs> so the the divorce decree noted there were no children of this marriage so william dipped leaving charlie with just the last name <laughs> kathleen found colonel scott and filed the bastardy suit against him she won 50 uh, $25 from the initial judgment and $5 Holy a month shit. after. Holy shit, party time. You yeah. got me pregnant! <laughs> you
3: bastard! Yeah. You buy a case of beer and a pack of smokes. Sorry.
0: <laughs> That's what you win.
1: Right? Um. <laughs> so, Scott did pay the $25, but not ever another cent. And he visited with the toddler a few times, but obviously he wasn't fatherly.
4: Was he like that, or was he like,
0: the kid
1: okay. is not my son?
3: <laughs> I'm gonna fucking moonwalk I'm the sorry. fuck out of here. I don't know. I'm in the 80s mood today,
4: I guess. <laughs>
1: I knew I should have shortened this.
3: <laughs> That's at least a 14 part of your Who does that fucking dance? You wanna dance, baby? Okay, I'll see Wait, you later.
2: Listen. <laughs> Listen, the only reason anybody listens to this podcast is they hear Lindy laugh, and that's why Lindy's episodes go through the roof. And it's yeah. all because we're fucking childish idiots. So it. we're doing our job. Yes. Okay. Yes.
1: Absolutely. So Kathleen and Charlie bounced from house to house for the next few years. And Kathleen and her brother Luther were really close. And the pair, along with Luther's girlfriend Julia Vicker.
4: Okay, were they like VC Andrews close, or how close were they?
1: Um, well, they did everything together, but okay, not not okay. Boy, 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 is that?
3: Okay, <laughs> I'm so glad this is a thing now.
1: It is, yes. <laughs> Here we go again. Uh, okay, um, so the pair, along with Luther's girlfriend Julia Vickers, would frequent bars together. On August 1st of 1939, Kathleen and Julia met a man named Frank Martin. Martin took the ladies out to the Valley Bell Dairy and then to Dan's Beer Parlor. And Martin kept flashing money and paying for for their drinks. So, Quick
2: question. Yeah. What state are we in?
1: I don't have any idea. I don't remember.
4: Ohio. I want to say we're in Ohio. I, was say, I, thought it was I fucking Ohio. knew it. We're it sounds Ohio. like in Ohio.
1: Okay.
4: And I got I got another question. Why did he take him to a dairy farm? Was he gonna fucking milk him or what?
1: Ice cream. They went for ice cream. It's
4: super fresh. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. That makes more sense.
1: Ice cream, new cream. We all. So they they went for. When the fuck did we get ice cream? <laughs> they went for ice. Cream.
4: You can't have none. You can't
1: can
2: afford it. <laughs>
1: So they went for ice cream, and then they um, gorged themselves on cheese.
2: Not even 20 minutes, and the only thing we're missing is freaking pizza <clears throat> rolls. And we, it. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: we got time. We got time.
1: Uh, so Kathleen baited Martin by suggesting that the three of them get a room. Then she excused herself, and she called her brother, telling him about the man with all of the money. Luther told her to meet him at the service station. So the trio left the bar, and they went and picked up Luther. And then they went to the Blue Moon Beer Parlor and drank and danced. And then a short time later, Martin, Luther, and Kathleen went for a ride in Martin's car. Luther told Martin to stop the car. The men walked a little ways away where Luther took a ketchup bottle full of salt and cracked Martin over the head with it.
3: What kind of backwards-ass pageantry is that? A ketchup bottle full of salt? What the fuck? I'm assuming it's a glass one. Matt, in,
2: in, 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 case, in case you don't know, okay, there white you go. trash yeah. people, really poor people, after they use the ketchup bottle, no, okay. it now becomes a salt shaker. Punch holes in
0: to the top.
1: Well, Punch
2: holes with a nail and a hammer. And I think that's how you got sa- nice salt and pepper shakers. I
1: think he was trying to pretend like it was a gun to begin with, but Martin was like, "Fuck you! You don't have a gun." So, still,
2: the, okay. the explanation yeah. is there. That's that's exactly how this came about. Yeah, that's
1: you know. So we're,
2: we're high class people.
1: Uh, after Luther cracked Martin over the hip with a fucking ketchup bottle of salt. Luther took his wallet and he and Kathleen took off in Martin's car. The wallet held $27. Ooh. So the pair went back to the blue room, Blue moon and they picked up Julia and then they went and rented a room at Daniel Boone's Bar uh, Bar BQ.
0: It yeah, really I get weird. it. No, like I get what you're saying. Yeah, I can then, only yeah, picture yeah. the sign. Yeah.
3: Sun lights work.
1: Yeah, and they ditched yeah. And then they ditched the car. So Kathleen and Julia took a cab home, and Luther stayed in the rented room. When Martin regra- regained his senses, he went to the police. Charlie, who is not even five, watched his mother get arrested. So uh, Kathleen was sentenced to five years in prison, and Charlie had now had no mother or father. Mm-hmm.
0: That's my mom right there. Woo! That's how it's done. hmm mm-hmm.
1: So <clears throat> then Charlie was sent to live with his Aunt Glenna and her family, which was her husband. And then they had a daughter who was just a little bit older than Charlie. Her family lived in McMeekin, West Virginia, my, which
4: Mama. in the 1940s. <laughs> <laughs> you know how many songs I didn't fucking bring up? <laughs>
1: So, uh, McMeekin in the 1940s had a population of 4,000 perfect white citizens. The perfect white citizens is actually in quotation marks because that is- Oh,
3: that's gross. (laughs) And a flat out fucking lie.
1: (laughs) Mm -hmm. So, men worked, women kept house, and children went to school and knew their place.
2: Yep. Guess who didn't. Keep going, lady. I'm stepping over it. Keep going.
0: Keep going. Keep <laughs> <Shut> going. <up.
1: laughs>
0: it's fantastic.
1: So, guess what? Charlie didn't no. fit in at all. Oh
0: no! I'll not have this.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it was easy to feel bad for Charlie. He had no father and an unreliable mother. He was tiny. Plus, He was tiny Living the dream He had a stature that was closer to a toddler Than a five year old But he could light up a room With his dark expressive eyes And dimpled smile Charlie Light up (laughs) Charlie
4: (laughs) That's the thing I like about these people man I mean they're always looking up to you You know what I'm
1: saying So Charlie would lie about everything, and anything that he did, he would find a way to blame it on someone else. Like, even if he was caught red-handed, he would, you know, like, oh, I mean, yeah, you caught me, but, like, this is who made me do this, and this is why I did it. Even at that age, he was really good at spinning.
3: You know how they say things, some things never change. Well, that certainly didn't.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, he, he needed to be the center of attention, and if he couldn't get the attention by being good, he was just as willing to do something bad.
0: Any publicity?
1: Mc- <laughs> uh, McMeekin was close to the prison where his mom was at, and Charlie was expected to visit his mother often. The prison was terrifying, and he had to talk to his mother on a phone through glass. So, for the entire time that she was there he didn't get to actually get yeah sure. he didn't get any sort of motherly love because you know there, there couldn't be any yeah. kind of affection or anything towards her son um she probably didn't have a then, lot of time because she had to turn, hurry up back to her I cell to st- toss the st-
3: salad <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah you mean <laughs> boiling? <laughs>
1: So Charlie was enrolled in school, and he had the misfortune of receiving Mrs. Varner as his teacher. I have to tell you about Mrs. Varner. Are
3: you going to drop the c word
0: again, because or is it okay? Fair I enough. could.
1: She she may be the reason that Charlie Manson.
3: So it's not his fault. Him. It's Miss Varner. Oh come on now. <laughs> yes.
4: He had serious mommy issues yeah. anyway, so.
1: People to this day, 70 years later, still shudder from memories of being in. Wow. She was.
4: So she made quite the okay,
1: Yes, she did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so on his first day, after being picked on by the teacher, literally picked on by the teacher, Charlie ran home from school in tears. Well, guess what? Uncle Bill Wasn't going to have a sissy boy boy. in his house. So, the next day, Uncle Bill took one of Joanne, which is the daughter, took one of her dresses, Mm -hmm. which was too big for Charlie, because remember, he's freaking tiny, and she's like five, six years older than him. He put Charlie in the dress and marched him to school. Charlie was forced to attend that day in... The dress.
3: What's wrong with a hug, motherfucker? If the kid comes home crying, <laughs> jeez, this is fucking
0: ridiculous. Well, I don't
1: rightly really know. taking a drink? It's fine.
0: Get choked up. <laughs>
1: so, um, this this event started a chain and a string of charlie getting bullied at school he developed three interests Mm. while he was with the thomases he was fascinated by knives and sharp objects he liked guns and he fell in love with
0: see okay
3: i agree with all three of those things when i was a kid like i wanted a sword collection and i loved guns because mm -hmm. i like those 80s action movies
1: well this this was exciting for Bill because it was like the only thing that Charlie showed an interest in that may have made him. Oh, angry.
3: I see. Oh, I see. Man, 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 man. Mm.
1: Yeah. And Glenna, Charlie's aunt, would later describe um, Charlie as being able to sit down at the piano and play songs by ear for hours.
0: Another Anton LaVey.
1: Which, mm. Yeah he's in here too <laughs> so yeah. kathleen was released after three years and she and charlie set out on their own um she was hired as a barmaid in McMeekin, but within weeks she decided to leave she and charlie went to charleston and kathleen found work as a clerk at Vans never closed market charlie was enrolled in school but he never stayed there he would take off and he would just randomly show up at kath at kathleen's job um so kathleen started to notice that charlie was very manipulative especially toward women so he was only interested in people who could do something for him and when he wanted to charlie could be the most persuasive and charming person. Yeah, he's
3: giving the women back a little bit of taste of their own medicine. Seems like.
1: <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Kathleen was just 24 and she still wanted oh, a yeah, life.
0: she did. <sighs>
1: she would leave Charlie with some pretty seedy people while she went out, which was most nice
0: mother of the year the the worst award winner
1: she also fell back (laughs) she also fell back into theft and got arrested again charges were dropped and she and charlie decided well she decided and she took charlie and left charleston and they drifted around indiana kathleen was a drunk she started to attend aa meetings and she met lewis Lewis was a discharged vet working in the property department of a circus. Fuck me,
3: Roman. <laughs> no, you can't. You can't fucking make this shit so up. So much.
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> what are you, some
0: kind of fucking clown? <laughs> well, I used to be, but I um, didn't Be exact. I gave it up.
3: Fourth one out of the Just like the, the Volkswagen. <laughs>
1: Lewis uh, made all kinds of promises to Kathleen that he was going to sober up and he was going to take care of her and Charlie and... Mm -hmm. Pull a balloon
4: animal out of her (laughs) pussy. All kinds of cool shit. Yep.
1: He was going to give her the life she deserved. Guess what he didn't do? Wear a condom. (laughs) He didn't do anything promised, (laughs) but they were still married. (laughs) They were still married in August of 1943. Kathleen was able to get her drinking under control. Lewis didn't he couldn't hold a job, and he refused to help with Charlie and Charlie started to get worse mm-hmm. he He became a thief, he was lying constantly. he refused to stay at school. He was just completely out of hand. Kathleen really didn't have any idea what to do with him. Or how to handle this. So,
4: nor did she really want you, to, right? She's kind of like "fuck you, kid." Well, whatever.
1: She was. She was more interested in getting her marriage right than she was her child's life. Yeah. <laughs> so she couldn't get him under control, and she decided to enroll him in the Gibault School for Boys.
3: This this all goes well.
1: Yeah. This.
4: Chabalt School for Boys. Mm -hmm. There you go. There's number five.
1: (laughs) This school was run by Catholic priests.
3: Oh, boy. There's six. (laughs) That's not a good sign now, is it? What are we up to now? Fuck. We're 30 minutes into this motherfucker.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Just crazy.
3: (laughs) So she's just the way Wendy said it. This place was run by Catholic priests. (laughs)
1: Yay. <laughs> uh, Charlie was 12. Prime. The,
0: Prime pickings, boys.
1: The, yeah. the The school was on open grounds. It had shop and academic classes, sports, and a 150-acre garden. Boys were expected to attend class and religious services. Paddlings for poor behavior were allowed, but there was a Three SWAT rule.
3: Any more, and I'd come. <laughs> <clears throat> I'm sorry.
1: All of the, <sighs> all of the students underwent academic and psychological testing. Charlie's didn't mm. go well. Uh, he Charlie ran away from the school and went back to his mom's in Indianapolis. Though it was hard for Kathleen to do, she took him back to Jabal. In December of 1947, Charlie went to visit the Thomases for Christmas. His grandma and Uncle Luther were there as well. So Luther had been...
4: Is this Uncle Luther put him him in the fucking dress, Uncle Luther? No,
1: no, no, that's Uncle Bill. Uncle Luther is the one that got busted with Kathleen.
3: Okay, so he's only of like a and his hotel life. situation. Soul Shaker from yeah. ketchup.
1: Yes. Yeah. And he has decided to change his life. So he moved back in with Nancy, which is grandma or mom, whatever. Um, and he was now on the path to becoming a priest or minister, whatever their religion. Whatever. He also had cancer <sighs> and was dying, so he knew he could never do it. Mm.
0: He's like fuck it. Yeah. yeah.
1: Sounds so good. So he just he decided to devote his life to the Bible and make his mom happy.
0: All three months. <laughs>
1: yeah. Uh so the family went to church on Christmas Eve, but Charlie stayed behind. Uh I can't remember the Joanne. Joanne also stayed behind because she was super sick. Um and Joanne could hear Charlie doing something downstairs but she like it sounded like he was getting into like cabinets and stuff and then when he realized that he was making a lot of noise he went and he turned on the shower and he just let the water run to try and cover up what he was doing well it turns out that so when the family got home joanne was like hey charlie was going through something the shower's still running it's been like an hour and a half two hours shower's still (laughs) running Yeah, Yeah. so Joanne was like, hey, Charlie's been going through, through stuff in the house, check for valuables, check for, like, Dad's got guns in the house, check. Look, turns out Charlie had found Uncle Bill's gun, and he had it on him. So before anything happened, fortunately, they found it. And then after the holiday, he was returned to Jabal, but he ran away after 10 months. This time, he did go back to Indianapolis, but not to be with his mom. He decided he was going to try it on his own, so he broke into a bunch of stores and took what money he could get from the registers. He was caught during a burglary, and the judge sent him to Boys Town in Omaha.
0: Mm -hmm. Omaha!
1: Four days. Into his sentence, Charlie and another boy named Blackie Nelson stole a car and headed to Peoria, Illinois. Somehow, they also managed to get their hands on a gun,
2: which yeah. also has a lot of Plays bridges. Shithole. <laughs> uh,
1: and since they were able to get their hands on a gun, they committed two armed robberies. Charlie's thirteen now.
0: Rack 'em up! Is rack 'em up! <laughs>
1: So (laughs) Blackie's uncle lived in Peoria And the kids became his apprentice thief Charlie was caught And sent to the Indiana boys school in Plainfield So much
0: boys schools and boys places and boys things
1: Yeah Mm -hmm. This place was bad So basically anybody who is still alive that had gone to the school has said it was the goal to survive (sighs) just it it was that bad
0: was this the uh tobacco and the
4: cow stuff shoved Mm -hmm. up somebody's Mm -hmm. ass okay
1: Mm -hmm. um so (laughs) all i said about that was charlie was beaten sexually assaulted
0: constantly right
4: well I think it was It was more like some, some boy like the first day he was there didn't he shove something uh, she so spit some tobacco juice in like cow shed yeah. or something and shoved it up his ass and he's like okay boys I gave him lube have your yep. way with him
1: fun yep. times disgusting <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> this is where Charlie
3: more and more things just keep adding up it's no wonder he was
0: crazy as shit <gasps>
1: funny you should say that this is actually where charlie developed the insane game where he did things to make himself appear insane so others would leave him be so the crazy eyes that you see in the pictures muttering and talking to himself blah 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 blah, all of that stuff that he did a lot are you
3: mad uh, do you feel like i got it
0: all I, I understood exactly what you was saying
1: In October 1949, Charlie and four other boys escaped, but Charlie was picked up, breaking into a gas station, and he was brought back. Then again, in February of 1951, at 16, he and two other boys broke out and stole a car. They were caught outside of Beaver, Utah, three days later by a roadblock, which was actually set up to capture another criminal.
3: He says he's not good. <laughs> He's, he's no. the Bonnie and Clyde. <laughs> I
4: was going to say, as far as, a, as far as like criminality goes, he he gets like a um, yeah. One, yeah. one star. Yeah. Would not recommend.
1: Since they had stolen a car and drove it across straight, state lines, thank mm-hmm. Bonnie and Clyde, um, he had committed yep. a federal crime. And he was sentenced to the National Training School in Washington, D.C., to remain there until he was 21. In 1951, he was transferred to National Bridge Honor Camp. Another bridge. (laughs) And his Aunt Glenna, for some reason, petitioned the school to release him to her care. Charlie was almost out. But. He was caught sodomizing a boy while holding a razor blade to the kid's throat.
0: Hey, man, that, that razor blade
4: that was just there for show, man. He was a, he, <laughs> he was, was into one of them it. undercover fags, was, man. That's what he that's said. That's what yeah. he said.
0: That's what he said. Undercover. Uh,
1: so <laughs> the judge, oh, the judge that he got didn't tolerate gay mm. sex.
0: He didn't like butt darts. He didn't
1: tolerate murder. He didn't tolerate assault. He basically didn't tolerate Charlie. So Charlie was sent to the Federal Reformatory School in Petersburg, Virginia. He's now 17. In eight months, he committed eight serious offenses, three involving involving homosexual acts. He was sent to a maximum security school in Chillicothe, Ohio. And
0: there plenty of times.
3: Not to the the pin,
1: but. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, right.
3: Whatever, Matt. Yeah.
0: Already back to the fun stuff, Matt?
3: Uh, There's a
0: Kenworth dealer there.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So surprisingly, in fall 1952, Charlie stopped committing offenses all of a sudden. And for all of 1953, he worked on his academics. At age nineteen, he was released to go live with his aunt Glenna. At this point, his grandma Nancy had moved to McMeekin, also, so Charlie kind of bounced between their house and his grandma's house. He got work cleaning horseshit at the local racetrack.
0: No shit.
1: No shit. His grandma made him attend church weekly, and (laughs) <laughs> she also made him attend the church's teenage social programs. And Charlie messed up his chances at having friends because he couldn't keep his mouth shut and started bragging about his time in reform school. This turned him into a social outcast. Yeah. I'm- so people shunned him. They wouldn't talk to him. They'd walk across the street and, you know, like, just avoid... Can you imagine him
3: guys standing it. around telling jokes or whatever? And he's like, hey, you guys want to hear about the time I held a ranger blade to a guy while I've sodomized him? It was hilarious. So, so nobody wants to hear it? Really? I thought it was a good story. Okay, never mind. I'll, I'll go walk over here and talk
0: to myself in the corner. <laughs> uh, Charlie
1: <laughs> Charlie met this guy at the racetrack, and the guy was a high roller, bet a lot on things well char they kind of became friends, but the guy was quite a bit older than Charlie, so and he was going through a divorce, but somehow he maintained his kids, and he had a daughter, a very young daughter. Named Rosalie. And on January 17th of 1955. Charlie and Rosalie were married. Uh, Rosalie got pregnant a few months into the marriage. And Charlie was having a hard time keeping up with the bills. So he started stealing cars. Uh... Yeah. Yeah, Clyde Clyde was good at it though. Clyde was good at it. Yeah, exactly. It's
0: the only thing
1: he was yeah, good like at driving. Manson isn't good at it. In July 1953, Charlie stole a car from Bridgeport, Ohio, and he and Rosalie drove to Los Angeles to go see Kathleen, who had this.
0: California,
1: California.
2: Yeah, we're all sick of California songs, Zach. Okay.
1: So at this point, Kathleen had left Lewis again and fled the state to try and keep herself away from him. Charlie and Rosalie stayed with Kathleen, and Charlie did odd jobs. In September, an officer ran the plates on the car, and he found out that it was stolen, and he How many Charlie. months
3: did they have this car? They just kept driving it, right? They thought, well, we're in a different state. We're good.
1: Yeah, didn't change the um, plates,
3: didn't change the yeah. color, didn't even rattle can. I'd have rattle can the motherfucker at least. So it was a
0: different color.
1: Yeah, I I think yeah. they were there for like two months at this point. It, it wasn't a super long yeah. time, but long enough. So in court, Charlie claimed he was having a hard time adjusting to life after reform school and admitted to stealing that and to other cars. So He had also stolen a car and he had driven it to Florida to fence it there. And he told the court that. So I think like
3: 38% of all vehicles in Florida are stolen anyway, aren't they? Like all of them.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But now instead of just having the one car that. Nice three. That, yeah, that he's got charges on, he's now got. He's actually got two, but. They dropped the charge to a lower charge because he had driven it across state lines again, so it would have been a federal charge. So they dropped it, but they said it was just three stolen cars.
0: Three, three (laughs) stolen cars. Ah, ah, ah. Yeah.
1: So Charlie was recommended for five years probation for the stolen car.
4: How the fuck do you get three years probation on a federal... Because he's so tiny,
3: people feel bad for him. That's all I can think of. I don't fucking know.
4: Oh, look at the wee leprechaun. Oh, look at him go. I'm surprised he can reach the petals.
1: He's got a wife, and she's pregnant, and he has a sob story, Uh, blah, 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 blah. So, and he... It's California. He had a... He had a sympathetic judge. (laughs) Um... So, he was recommended for five years for the one stolen car that he was busted with, but because he had admitted to stealing the other car, he was supposed to come back to face charges on that. And the judge even told him, when you come back, I'm more than likely just going to give you the same term to run concurrent with your current term. So, he would have got another five years of probation, but it would have run concurrent. Well, instead of going back to court, Charlie ran. What a dipshit. Run, bitch, run! Yeah. yeah. So he and Rosalie went to Indianapolis, and she gave birth to Charles (laughs) Jr. on March 10th. Of
0: course, it's a junior.
3: An arrogant motherfucker.
1: (laughs) Where
2: is this kid at now? He's got a
3: different name, I would imagine.
1: (laughs) Yeah, he changed his name. Yeah. Um, well, he's got like eight kids,
3: Manson.
2: Yeah, yeah, but, but there's only one Charlie Jr. Nope,
1: there's not.
3: Well, there is. There is. No, there's not. <laughs> I mean, you can't do it. You can't keep doing it and make it junior. That's just not how it works, right? It's not right. like the Highlander where there
0: can be only one.
1: It can be a junior every time it's with a different female, apparently. Um, but, okay, so... Uh,
0: <laughs> we got Junior 1, Junior 2, uh-huh. and Junior 3. Uh-huh.
2: <laughs> this is my Darryl brother, Daryl, my, my other brother, Daryl.
3: <laughs> Daryl,
2: Daryl,
1: and Daryl. Uh, so, Junior was born on March 10th, 1956, and Charlie, on March 14th, was arrested and sent back to California. <laughs> this time, he got three years in prison. And in this prison, he learned to sit down and talk to people about the art of being a pimp. Goddamn. Boom.
0: (coughs) Got a slap on. (laughs) I reached back like a pimp in a (laughs) slap. Get his ding dong ass off me.
1: While Charlie was in prison, Rosalie found a new man and she served Charlie with divorce papers.
0: He's like, fuck it, I'm gonna be pimped, you yeah. huh?
1: know? He also found his own personal guru in Del mm-hmm. Carnegie, who is the author of How to Win Friends and Influence People. Charlie was really
4: That is like the, wasn't that like at one time? The biggest book. The most requested book in prison. They actually
1: built courses on the book. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Charlie was released on September 30th, 1958, with probation. And, you know, the stuff that follows probation. So he had to. Prove that he was looking for gainful employment and that he was gainfully employed and no more crime and rada, rada, rada. And we all know that Charlie no can't do darts. that. Yeah. So he went through jobs in a very quick succession. And. But the only reason that he decided that he was even going to work was so that he could get some funds to start setting up to become a pimp. Yeah. He goals.
4: moved out of it. <laughs> yeah. Gotta get that. I want, I want, with I want the big those platform
3: shoes him. with the fish tanks.
0: Yeah. Give me the extra tall platforms. <laughs> Make me look like I'm like 5'5".
1: <laughs> he moved out of his mom's and in with another pimp.
0: Wait a minute. I need me mean, so one of them trench coats, but all coats.
4: I, are- I guess the Keebler. Keyboard- Keeler Bakery weren't taking applications at that time. They didn't need any elves to make the cookies. I,
3: I need a trench coat, but all coats are trench coats to me. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh,
1: shit. Uh, Charlie wasn't making the living he thought he should, and he returned to his criminal habits. On May 1st, 1959, he was busted trying to cash a forged check. This mm. dumbass admitted to stealing a check out of a mailbox. And this wasn't just any check. It was a treasury check.
0: Was not Okay. So this yeah. is also a federal he, crime. Doesn't, he just goes through.
4: Doesn't he plead to stealing the check out of a mailbox because it's a lesser sentence than pleading guilty to forging a federal check?
3: Probably.
1: Probably.
0: Yeah. Is that right? Yeah.
1: <laughs> um, he had, so you know he had
3: to have it going in his head. He's like, this is probably not going to work, but.
1: Well, he basically had a court appointed attorney that was able to lessen the charges for him. And that's what they agreed to plead to if Charlie. Best Your
0: honor, my client is tiny. To check
1: out of right?
4: He can't even hold that giant check in his hand. He takes two hands for him to hold it. <laughs> <laughs> He's just a wee little lad. Three foot four, three foot maybe two <laughs> yeah, inches he tall.
3: He did
0: steal and the foot booster of that, seat. His
4: shoes. He's a goddamn he
3: leprechaun. How else do you think he's gonna see over the dash and that stolen car?
4: <laughs> he was pissed because he said the government stole his pot of gold. Okay, let me
1: in September. A girl named Leona Ray Musser told Charlie's role officer that she was pregnant with Charlie's baby. And she pleaded for charges to be dropped and promised that they would get married and he would go straight. Charlie received a 10 Charlie received a 10 year suspended sentence and continued probation.
0: Lucky motherfucker dude. Seriously.
1: Leona wasn't pregnant. Charlie was her pimp.
0: Hey, baby, uh, you know right now I I I can't I can't make the bills, so uh, why don't you go out there and you sell that poontang? These bitches better be wearing jimmies.
1: (laughs) Charlie decided that he wasn't making enough money, uh, pimping where he was at because there were too many people in the area. So because he (laughs) because he never ever, ever seems to learn his lesson about driving across state lines, he takes the girls to New Mexico to expand his territory. They were arrested. And Charlie faced new federal charges. This time he did marry Leona because if you're married, they don't have to
0: testify. Right,
1: yeah. What is ironic is that this time, Leona was actually pregnant with Charles' baby. Maybe. With Charlie's baby. While awaiting trial, he was picked up twice. Once for Grand Theft Auto and once for using a cell phone.
0: How in, in the fuck?
4: How many fucking lives does I mean, you? cat have? Seriously,
3: you're waiting trial and you get arrested two more
0: times and you're still on the street? What the fuck?
1: Exactly. So, guess what happens next? He fucking what? Well, he
0: yeah.
3: He's been he's been nothing but net for how many years now? As far as it goes
0: about getting away with shit. <laughs> so what? Just keep running. Yeah. <sighs> uh,
1: while to avoid charges, Leona testified against Charlie. She did say, "Yeah, he took us, you know, across the state lines." To sell ourselves for sex, which violates the—I think it's the—the man. Not if you act. record
3: it. it. Should be called the Woohoo Man. You man's act. A camera rolling, mm. and then it's not—it's not, its pornography, and it's not. I don't know why people just don't do that all the time. <laughs> Every <laughs> prostitute got busted. And be like, no, and my f- iPhone was on the dresser it was recording. Oh well, fine. We're free to free to go <laughs> for my fans only, or only fans or whatever the fuck it's
0: called. <laughs> Whatever.
3: Whatever. Only hands. (laughs) Only
1: hands. (laughs) Because Leona testified, a bench warrant was issued. And Charlie was picked up in Laredo, Texas. And he was sentenced to serve 10 years.
4: Fucking Texas, man.
1: Woo! He was sent to McNeil Island in Washington. And here, Charlie started to study Scientology. Leona served him with divorce papers in August 1963. Kathleen moved from California to Washington to stay close to Charlie because she was actually trying to be a mom.
2: Time, 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 time out. out. Time out. You're telling me that Charles Manson was He's a Scientologist?
0: And then...
1: No, no, yeah. he could It yeah, yeah it was a... he was He was He was so conforming to a religion in prison at this time, uh, helped you to get released on early. That should add time to your sentence. That shit's crazy. Yes, yes, I agree. Um, where were we? Oh, okay. So Kathleen also reconciled with Lewis, and. She was going to visit Charlie frequently and she was paying for his books and that kind of stuff, you know, to try and make up for being absent the way that she was. Charlie had decided that he needed a steel guitar and he asked her for the money for it. She told him that she didn't have it because at this point she's just waitressing. Lewis still is Mm, not working. Right. So, um. Charlie was pissed that time when she said no. So brilliant. <laughs> Kathleen and Lewis decide that they're going to adopt a baby girl an, an infant baby girl. And she takes the baby girl to see Charlie in prison. And she introduces the baby girl as his new baby sister. And told him, you know, we adopted her. And Charlie says, how much did it cost you to adopt her? And Kathleen told him it was $2,000. And he told her to get the fuck out of here because she could have fucking paid for a guitar. Wait, wait, wait. Uh-huh.
0: Hey, 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 You watch that <laughs> fucking potty mouth, okay? We don't have that's, this. Is that's quote. None of
3: that language. That's,
1: that's right? a quote from Charlie, you know, man.
3: When you want a guitar, you want it. Yeah.
1: yeah. Right?
4: Yeah. yeah you, you fuck it. Hey, if you want that fucking guitar, you go out there and you fucking you get Somebody's okay? got
3: a guitar and you take it.
0: <laughs> you find that fucking
1: dog. So Charlie wasn't able to get a guitar, but a man named Robert Heinlein was, oh, nope, that's not it. There was a man in prison who played steel guitar and he had one and he taught Charlie how to, like he started teaching him basic chords and that kind of stuff on the steel guitar and was letting Charlie play his.
4: Can't remember this guy's name, but he was... In there for uh, he committed multiple murders and he was in the Mob Barker
1: yes. gang. Yeah, I, can't I heard it was David. I, I heard I it was David Allen
0: Coe taught him how to play guitar. Not a joke. Uh, no, I heard that. Yeah,
1: yeah, but that's not real. It okay. was this guy in prison.
0: <laughs> I, didn't, I,
3: I just said I heard it. I didn't see it. <laughs>
2: Allegedly Allegedly Allegedly.
1: So also about this time Robert Heinlein's Stranger in a Strange Land book
3: You happen to be wearing an Iron Maiden shirt When she comes up with Stranger in a
0: Strange Land (laughs) Nice
1: And Charlie fell in love With this book and he picked up A lot of his philosophy from it then came January 1964, and... Anybody? Anybody guess?
0: Uh, is that when they get, he gets out of prison, no. right? The Beatles. Yeah. No? Oh, that's right. That's,
1: right. that's right. Yep. So, Charlie loved the Beatles, but he thought that he could be different <laughs>
3: Well, if you want to look, actually, he did become bigger than
0: the Beatles. Actually, really, I don't know what you're talking. We're, smoking, we're bigger than God.
1: Pain. No, he was Stones God. Stones are anyway. That's right.
4: That's
0: right. That's right. You're God. I'm God. We're all God.
1: Charlie started telling anybody who would listen and anybody who wouldn't that he was gonna be bigger than. I'm gonna go ahead and say that he did it, and he because.
3: Seriously, you could like show a picture of you know Paul McCartney to a thousand kids. Some of them will know who it is, but you show Charles Manson's picture to him that like,
0: every fucking one of them is gonna know who it is.
1: But he meant in the sense he was gonna be part the Beatles for yeah. music, yeah, not because he was
3: a Was it? Look at one your one. game, girl. He had <laughs> he had a few songs that
0: I've heard. I know Guns and Roses did one on. Mm. You can find it on, he's got shit on Spotify, shit on you Spotify,
1: can listen Spotify, to it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Charlie considered himself good at singing.
2: Don't do that because the man doesn't need no, money, okay? He's he dead. dead. He's dead. Don't, he don't doesn't do do need it. any money. Don't do it.
1: Charlie considered himself good at singing, good at guitar, and good at drums. And the fact that he was able to play in the prison.
2: You want to have a twist of cane off right now?
3: I can do it. <laughs> Not on drums. Sure. I can play it on guitar, well, you guys play drums.
1: <laughs>
2: Lindy, Lindy is completely lost right now. Sorry, that, that's that's brother
1: jokes. Okay, um, yeah. he was able to play in in prison talent shows, and you know because everybody in prison's fucking bored, they all attended. So he thought he was good.
2: So he's the the lone horseman, <laughs> or excuse me, the lone rangers, the
3: lone. <laughs> so there are three of you you're not exactly alone
4: (laughs) around around rangers
1: they were were huge in prison
4: (laughs) so he was the he was the little fish in the big pond
0: i mean uh
1: now we are going to kind of reinsert kathleen she finally divorced lewis in may of 1964 And in May of 1965, Charlie was moved back to Terminal Island after completing two years without.
0: Terminal Island? Sounds pleasant.
1: That's where he was. Yeah. Uh, In October of 1965, Kathleen remarried. And at this point, all Charlie really cared about was music. So Kathleen was able to not have to worry about him so much he had kind of a hope a goal a focus and so she was able to basically move on with her life there is one more time that Charlie and Kathleen would see each other and it wasn't pleasant i go over it later though um so charlie met philip kaufman a fellow inmate And Kaufman had been an actor before he was arrested for drugs. Being an actor made him useful to Charlie. And Kaufman can be quoted as describing Charlie as a very entertaining person, but extremely racist. Like Charlie would go, (laughs) Charlie would go out of his way to stay away from anyone of color, except for the Black Muslim in the prison. Like, he, would, he wouldn't he would go into the kitchen if they were in there. He wouldn't go out into the yard if they were there. He did everything he could to avoid them. Kaufman gave Charlie <sighs> Gary Stromberg's information and told him when he got out to polish up a couple of his songs and go see Gary. Kaufman didn't think Charlie was particularly good, but he had seen people make it on left. So, uh, Charlie was released in March of 1967 at age 32. He had nowhere to go and had no clue how to live on his own. He's been institutionalized his whole life. So
4: I was going to say since 16, right? And he's 32.
1: He was put in at 12. 12. Yeah.
4: So over half his life. Yeah.
1: So. He he had collected a few phone numbers from inmates when they were in together, and he happened to call—it doesn't actually say which inmate, but he did happen to call an inmate, and the inmate was like—well, he was free now, but he told Charlie to come to Berkeley, which was probably the worst place for Charlie to go. <laughs> uh charlie spent a few days wandering around berkeley and taking in all of the changes in the world he found out about vietnam war he found out about what like what was going on with russia and
3: and the gto put out a beautiful car that year let me just tell you
2: yeah
1: and so he you know he goes into
2: that's actually pontiac that put out the gto but that's okay Because they they didn't offer a three twenty seven in the fifty four bail Act. The three twenty seven didn't come out until sixty two, and it wasn't he's, offered in he's the Bel until sixty four. So,
0: <laughs> nice the Utes.
1: Uh, <laughs> okay, so Charlie found out that in Berkeley he didn't have to hide who he was the fact that he had been arrested and spent as much time as he had in prison was completely acceptable as a him Street yes, and yes. it's anti-establishment so everybody's like fuck the police like come sit down with us
0: uh, straight
2: from the underground
0: <laughs> I'm not going to continue with those lyrics even yeah, though I know them
1: the um Charlie couldn't accept that though He didn't just want to be accepted That that wasn't something he could do He needed to be looked up to If he had been able to <laughs> Did you well, he say he stilts? needed to be looked up to? <laughs> Somebody
4: get this by a,
1: a box to stand on A real fucking tall
0: box <laughs> 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 I didn't understand
3: Get a off helicopter your, box over get here. Up your shipping container <laughs>
1: I, yes. I didn't intentionally write that in, yes. but I'm damn glad I did. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um,
1: if if Charlie could have just accepted, it, just being accepted, just fitting in and being able to live his life, then I could throw the rest of this fucking thing away. But
0: I'm good
4: enough. I'm right. enough. I'm I'm not tall enough. But gosh darn it,
1: I'm a
2: rock star. People like I'm me. A <laughs> I'm a rock star. I'm a rock star. I'm a rock star.
1: So, um I've said so a lot. Well, I that's
3: because you like have you to every time you. we interrupt you to find your place back where you're at. <laughs> back at the ranch.
2: Meanwhile, back <laughs> at the ranch. Back the
1: Meanwhile, back at Cal mm-hmm. Berkeley campus because that's where, you know, the radicals were at.
0: Yeah. Radical <laughs> man. <laughs> the Roots. No the
1: roots, the roots are on Charlie found Mary Brenner on the campus. She was out walking her dog, so he actually I hate to say this, I really hate to say this. um he described her as being homely,
0: Charlie did huh and that. Wasn't she wasn't she
4: straight off the farm in Wisconsin? Yeah. Wasn't she like a librarian from Wisconsin? Yeah. And she was a little bit of a, a huskier girl. Yeah. Yes. She was alone and an easy target, yeah. eh?
1: Yep, exactly. That's exactly those are yep. pretty much his words, exactly. Just you know, in in, in a crazy accent, yeah. not <laughs>
2: Give me, give me, give me, give me, she's a big old girl. Give me, give me, give me, give me, give me, give me. She, she needs to target. You
3: could, you could. Ooh, be before the screws get you.
2: Where? Where's them? Here, I'm just going to do it with a pen. <laughs> I'm going
0: to put a. fucking no.
1: Charlie was able to get Mary talking. And after they started talking, he was able. Oh, to... that's
2: just pillow talk, babe.
1: Exactly. After they were talking, he played her some songs and he made her feel some kind of incredible. In their conversation, he casually threw in <sighs> that he was broken homeless. He was only given $35 when he was released from prison. And. Mary happened to have an apartment. She told him that he could come and stay with her for a few days until he was able to find something else.
0: Hey, that's great, man. Thank you. I appreciate that. You're sweetheart. You know what never, never left.
1: They never separated again.
0: Um, Charlie
1: eventually got Mary into bed. She...
4: It took him like 3 whole days yeah. though. Yeah.
1: Yeah, she was a good wholesome girl and and she is just not mm-hmm. that kind of girl, so. But, you know, when you feel beautiful and loved, he and and turned on the lucky charms. And, I mean,
4: the bush wants what the bush wants, lady. Yeah, I
1: mean, I don't fucking know. I don't go out for affirmation shit, but apparently other people do. So, um
2: lindy you are a very beautiful and intelligent young lady
1: thank you i really appreciate that
2: you are welcome
1: i'm not getting into bed with you
2: (laughs) it's okay you don't have to (laughs) nobody else does thereby i don't have a
0: cold
2: (sighs) but give me three days all right. Give me three days.
1: Okay. I'll give you three days.
2: Wait, you're leaving tomorrow. Damn it!
1: <laughs> I was gonna say I'll give you three days with your hand. But I don't.
2: I I, yeah. I I I set that up for you.
3: <laughs> Who thought Mancy could be this much fun?
1: Charlie gave Mary everything that she needed to feel like did did he
4: give her all she ever wanted not all she ever wanted no
1: he basically took all she ever wanted um but by you know making her feel beautiful and blah 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 blah, he he did did something for her that kept her interested not even with devoted let's say devoted (sighs) so she went to work every day at the library. She-
4: Are you talking about damn sexual relations again?
1: <laughs> yes. And while she was going to work, Charlie was bringing other women home. Dude's to a her fucking genius. No. <laughs> it's free love.
3: It certainly was. Mm-hmm. It's what's for dinner.
1: Mary hated that she had to share him, but she eventually got used to it with the hope that. I shouldn't say hope. She always, she always truly believed that one day it would yeah, to find you. just be her and Charlie. Yeah. Okay. Broke people. So if you're out there in that people. situation
3: right now, just stop it, please. <laughs> just stop
2: it. Yeah, just stop it's it. It's never gonna happen. Yeah. He says he's getting. Yeah, because there's decent people, <laughs> people like me out here who would love to he says cuddle. He's getting
3: divorced next week. Yeah. How long has he been saying that?
0: Okay. <laughs>
1: Charlie had to, so he's still on probation and he has to cross the Bay Bridge on a regular basis to go see bridge. his role.
2: Another her. fucking bridge.
1: Another bridge.
2: She's trying to compete with Matt about mm-hmm. how many times he can say, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> bridge. 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 When are we going to start burning these bridges?
1: Uh, Pretty soon. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> on the trip across the bridge charlie discovered uh the height ashbury neighborhood and he also discovered that he preferred the hippie type environment to the radical environment
0: so, they're dumber man their weeds better Woo!
1: you know it's the time of of the i can't remember what they're called the croppers the diggers so everything was Hmm. Um, in the height, Charlie tried acid for the first time, and he loved <laughs> yes he <it>.
0: did. <laughs> you got got my hands on some of that there acid, man. Ooh.
1: He was also able to observe the ways of different groups, so he was able to take in the the diggers' way of life and how they were doing things to get people on board with them, and the hippie movement, and those kinds of things, and he started to adopt new philosophies.
2: Let's use the word we want to use because it's so unused now. The beatniks. Yeah.
1: The, beatnik. the beatniks. The beatniks actually go. named the hippies, though, didn't they? I don't have a clue. I just wanted to say beatnik. Oh, I think. Th- I think the beatniks were the generation Groovy. before the hippie. It's all right,
2: man. I'm bringing it back. Right. I'm bringing it back. I'm owning it.
3: Beatnik for life,
1: Charlie. <laughs>
0: Sure. You're beating it for life. What?
1: <laughs> so, oh my God, there we go again. Charlie Boy, Charlie was able to come up with a presentation of his philosophies. And he started on his journey to...
2: That would have been so much better if you just would have said PowerPoint. <laughs> Knowing it wasn't there, but it just would have been so much better. <laughs> Charlie created a PowerPoint.
1: Uh, Um, He was going to become a guru.
0: Of course. Of course. But who cares?
1: Oh, my gosh. We're already into this an hour, and I still have pages. Okay, okay, okay. He was able to gain attention, but there were other people spouting all kinds of this and that all over the height. So, Charlie went on a little adventure to the beach town of Venice. Venice is where he found Lynette Brom, sitting on a park bench mm-hmm. crying. When,
2: oh, come on, girl,
1: what's wrong, Charlie? It ain't that bad. That's pretty... <laughs> come over here and sit on my face. I'll make God everything better. <laughs> Charlie offered an ear and knew just what to say. Lynette was now is. He broke. Lynette and Mary's insecurities down the three of them started sleeping together and he was able to talk them into leaving Berkeley and they moved to the hike Charlie often went out hitchhiking and on one of his first hitchhiking adventures a man named Dean Moorhead picked him up they went to Moorhead's and Charlie saw a piano gathering dust in a corner so Moore had offered it to Charlie, and Charlie was able to trade it for a. F-
2: did did Dean write him a, a last will and testament on a napkin and said that you know he'll leave everything to him for the giving him a ride? <laughs> no. Oh, wait, wrong eccentric. Never mind, <laughs>
3: That's another story all
1: <laughs> So Charlie Howard Hughes. Charlie took the piano, and he was able to trade it. Or a VW mini She did
3: the iconic hippie wagon.
1: The <sighs> piano was.
4: You mean the stink wagon?
1: The piano was not the only thing Charlie took from the Moorheads. He also took their underage daughter, Ruth Ann.
0: Ooh. Ruth Ann
1: and Charlie were picked up in Mendocino. And Charlie was booked, but before the pair were separated, Charlie did tell Ruth Ann that she would be immediately emancipated from her parents if she was able to find a single guy and marry him—just any single guy, it didn't matter—and she needed to wait for Charlie to summon her. She <laughs> did.
0: It's easy Mary to talk Deft- children into things, oh. isn't it? Mary- did
4: this guy have? Did this guy have three
2: legs or what? Broke people, children, break it's people. <laughs> Or excuse me. No, no, no. Hurt mm. people, hurt people.
1: Mary decorated the bus and Charlie, Mary and Lynette took it out to Manhattan Beach to visit Billy Green. Green?
4: I'm trying to do the math here. This girl's 15. Which one?
3: Exactly.
1: <laughs> so he's got he's got Mary, he's got Lynette and he's got Ruth Ann. Yeah, Ruth Ann was 15.
0: Okay, and he's thirty-two. Certainly is that math's fucked up, yeah. isn't
1: it? He's been alive longer, like like double mm-hmm. her life span. Gross. Uh huh. Yeah. yeah. Um. Green introduced Charlie to Pat Krenwinkel. Charlie was able to convince Pat to come with him making sure that she brought along the credit card her dad. Well,
0: yes, otherwise you're not invited.
1: Then he convinced his parole officer to let him go to Washington under the guise of trying to find his mother, who had abandoned him as a child so they could reconcile. The parole officer and the girls bought this story and felt (sighs) bad for Charlie. So Charlie and the girls went. Charlie knew damn well where his mom was. He knew her address. He managed to break away from the group, and he went on his own to Kathleen's and asked for money. Kathleen declined, and Charlie threw a shit bit on her front porch. She asked him to leave, and this was the last time they ever talked Hmm. The group did go on a few trips, physically and mentally. Yeah, they did. Charlie didn't allow harder drugs, but he did allow acid and marijuana. The acid was to reach the outers of their mind. He also... (laughs) reminded the girls often that they had left behind biological families to become part of a real family that accepted and cherished them for who they were. So when he went into fits of anger, because they weren't paying attention to him, he would pull Pat and Lynette hair and he would hit.
3: Mm -hmm. And I imagine about the hard drugs thing too. He's like, you guys can do acid and marijuana.
2: Keep talking. uh, uh, Matt, uh, I'm taking notes. Hurry
3: up!
2: Give <laughs> me oh, the rest God. of this formula.
3: You got to give me Clack. that cocaine Short because man
2: I don't get what I want. You I'm give, give me feel that a cocaine because
3: like I don't agree with the hard drugs. I don't want you guys doing them. So just go ahead and hand that over here.
0: I'll take, I'll take care of, take care I'll of that later. That.
1: After Charlie's, I'm just gonna call him. <clears throat> oh, now
0: you see
1: it.
0: <laughs> Magic tricks, man.
1: After Charlie's fucking childish tantrums where he would beat the shit out of them the girls would often like cower away for a little while and then they would remind each other that they needed charlie and they were very lucky for fuck's sake man charlie knew that i'm almost done charlie knew that he needed so all three of the the females that were with him once again i really hate to say this um, Charlie knew that he needed to be able to
0: control sell them yes. for
1: sex, basically, right? Yeah. But in a in a environment of free love, being able to control someone with sex is not easy if you're <laughs> homely.
0: Very true. Okay.
1: So Charlie That's knew. Right. Charlie knew that he needed to find his beauty ticket. And he found Susan Atkins.
3: Topless witches review. Who
1: was? Yes, she was Anton Lavey's
3: hate street oh, burnout. Okay. That's what he said she was.
2: That was that was Manson's way of saying you better shut the fuck. No, up. No, that's, that's what I'm Anton
0: Lavey called her. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um. So Charlie didn't have to persuade Susan. She let's just call it what it was. she fucking threw herself at him
0: yeah like it didn't
4: take him three days no it took
1: him like one song and and he said he he played a song he set his guitar down he saw her looking at it he looked at her and told her you can play that if you want to she thought he read her fucking mind so she pledged her undying she
3: was super smart
1: first night yeah she was genius he had
2: a huge vanga.
1: He fucking must have. Charlie took his group to his friend Pete in Sacramento. Pete owned some whorehouses, and Charlie made the girls work there for a day to remind them that they had to have sex whenever and with whomever he ordered them to. Since Charlie wouldn't allow birth control, Mary got pregnant. Which charlie's baby and we know this because it was before she was allowed to start sleeping well before she was ordered to start so sleeping with other people was this
4: charles jr was this charles jr or was this charles jr, or this, charles jr.? Ooh,
1: this is charles jr uh, the second
2: i fucking want to okay. have i want to i want a hamburger it's tomorrow. carl's oh charles <laughs> charles ah, my bad my bad that's wendy's <laughs> fuck Never mind.
3: The we'll, the we'll get girls-
1: to wendy The other girls also got pregnant, but it is not known if Charlie was the father of any of those babies because at this point he was forcing them to have sex with people. Um, And now that they were growing, Charlie swapped the VW bus for a school bus. At first, they had painted it like, you know, bright ass colors and blah, 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 blah. But then they painted it black and they did. I can't remember what they wrote on it. Something about director's cut or film crew or something like that uh it
2: wasn't red for zach so you don't have to worry about
3: it okay okay
1: <laughs> the girls kept getting sent out to sleep with men in hopes of I and mean, that
0: happens that happens a lot
1: but a what a lot they, of cults yeah Honey honeypot what, what they act what they actually got <laughs> was yeah. a fuck ton of VD. Then Come they... with me big boy mm-hmm.
2: I'm going to play hide your finger now, now, now Think about that statement Okay she just said A fuck ton
3: mm-hmm. Of VD you get the, You're going to get the clap <laughs> And then you're going to have to get a big ass book And you know what comes next It's got to be painful as shit Yeah
4: Did you say the clap?
3: You slam <laughs> a, a book on it And you're to get the shit out The puss out <laughs> That's why it's called the clap.
4: (laughs) Thanks for that visual. How do you know that, Matt? Told
3: me about it. Mm -hmm. That's none of your damn business, Todd. I don't think you'd stay on my personal affairs.
1: (laughs) The girls were finally able to. (laughs) Appropriate word.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Well done.
2: That's what she said.
1: <laughs> okay, so do you remember yes. the name Dean Morehouse? Yes. Guess what he did?
0: He got he laid. Char-
1: no. He got divorced because he was the dumbass who brought Charlie to their house and ultimately lost them their daughter. But That's right. because of this, Dean, Mr. Morehouse, tracked Charlie down. He held a shotgun to Charlie's head and told him he was going to blow his Fucking brains out.
0: Not true.
1: Not true. Charlie looked at him unafraid and told him to go ahead and shoot. Morehead did end his story. No, just kidding. Uh, Dean put down the gun. He took acid with the fucking group. He listened to Charlie about his shit speech. And the followers were awestruck. Then in late 1967, Charlie packed up his followers, got his parole transferred, and headed to LA to seek out Gary Stromberg. And that. Right on.
0: Well done. Uh, Nicely done. Even with all of our interjections and bullshit, I guess I'd say. Bullshit.
1: I, I I really thought about. and like the, I was like I need to end this I need to end this I need to end this there's going to be so much it's going to be an hour and a half boom
4: boom it's an hour and a half (laughs) ah me lucky charms
1: but that's it this week we'll pick up in LA next week
4: (laughs) awesome guys thanks for continuing to like rate and review the podcast Uh, just going to cut this off thanks for hanging out thanks for listening I'm Zach.
2: Spar. Lindy. Uh, I'm obviously not Charles Manson, so.
0: Mm-hmm. All right. Well, uh, on that note, we will see you next
4: Tuesday. Later. Later.
0: Bye. FTC. Hey, it! It's alive!
3: Bye,
0: you get you. What a power
2: of grace. This is me. Hello, Mr. Fancy
0: Pants.